This is Kerry Williams, and welcome to today's Daily Spiritual Startup. Today I want to talk to you about prioritizing unity. You know, we see in Scripture so much information about the importance of unity. The entire chapter of Ephesians chapter 4 is all about unity. We see the, the emphasis in almost every New Testament book. And what really, to me, accentuates how important it is in the mind of our God is in the garden, Jesus prays in John 17, 20, and 21. When he could have prayed for anything, he could have prayed for his people to be doctrinally true, which he wants us to be. He could have prayed for us to be a people who love, which he wants us to be, who reach out, which he wants us to do. But he doesn't. He prays for this. Lord, I pray not for these alone, talking about the disciples, but for those who believe on me through their word, that they may be one, Father, as thou art in me and I in thee, that they may be one in us, so that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. So Jesus, as he's looking to the cross, as he's looking to the agony and the pain that's coming, the thing that was on his mind was that we, his people, who believe on him through the word of the apostles, which all of us who've come to faith through reading the scriptures, that's we fit that category. He says he wanted us to be one. Yet there is so much division. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, starting in verse 10, Paul encourages the Corinthians to speak the same thing, be of the same mind, and then the same judgment. And then he goes on and talks about how they divide it up into some saying, I'm Paul, Paul Christian, I'm a Cephas Christian, I'm an Apollos Christian, some even I'm a Christ Christian. And he says, was Paul baptized for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? He says, no, no, no. God forbid these things. And what he's trying to nip in the bud is the disunity that happens so easily when you get people involved because the thing is is we're tribal we kind of default to grouping up rather than seeking unity with others so i think it's important that we be a people who focus on finding unity now how can we do that well what i try to do is i try to find folks who are members of the church that maybe i don't talk to every single sunday and go out of my way to go over and have a conversation with them. Otherwise, we can get caught up in our own little cliques, our own little groups, and never branch out. There was a really neat program that the church where my daughter attended had where they called it the Fellowship Challenge, and they encouraged everyone every week to find time to eat either in your home or go out to eat, whatever it may be, with someone they haven't normally eaten with, someone new, and then to snap a selfie. And that was called the Fellowship Challenge. And I thought, what a great way to build fellowship, but to build unity in a world of so much strife, in a world of so much bitter, bitter division. We as the people of God should be those who are striving as we're commanded, if at all possible, to live at peace with all men. And amongst ourselves, especially, to find unity. Because it's so very vital to our mission. As Jesus said in John 17, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. That's what's on the line. The impact of Jesus on the world. And then Jesus would say, by this all men will know that you are my disciples. By the love you have for one another. And though that's talking specifically about love and affection, you cannot have love and affection where there is disunity. We need to be a people who strive for unity. 
I hope this has been a blessing to you. We'll see you here next time. Have a great day in the Lord. Thank you.